0: Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with the man who Baby New Year calls for chafing advice. Tom Clark, Executive Director of Rocky Mountain Propane Association. We could also say that the man who Magellan calls for sailing advice, because you've been on a cruise ship for two weeks.
1: I was. I was on a cruise ship for two weeks. The
0: first yes, cruise sir. ship for two weeks and comes back just to do our first show of 2024 on the state of energy. Yeah. So from Miami. To Los Angeles via the Panama Canal. Yeah, it was. A, Give us the headlines. Give us like three headlines from the trip. Three
1: headlines from the trip. Starting well, with was, how much
0: you made in the casino.
1: Well, it, so first of all, this was like a this was over Christmas and New Year's. So, you got to try to take advantage of of all the time off work to maximize your your vacation time. Right. Of course. Two weeks, Christmas, New Year's. It was. Uh, we started off in Fort Lauderdale it was it was uh, nice and weather was nice and it was like a, as fast as we can get to colombia and it, you know it only took him a few days at sea our first stop was in uh, cartagena and then uh <laughs> did
0: you pick uh, up anything interesting
1: <laughs> colombia colombia was it's it's always nice to go to these these other countries so that you can really appreciate what we have here in the united states you get out on the streets in a town like Cartagena, and you're just like, I just can't wait to get home. It's 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 so bad that the traffic and the crime and the
0: and the posters of Pablo Escobar. It's
1: it's bad. It, it's a it's a it's a nice city to leave. <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> people say that about Los Angeles,
1: and Los Angeles is a is a real gem compared to Cartagena. <laughs> but uh, when we we're when we were there, you know, the next day we were supposed to go through. Panama Canal and I was I think I was even texting you back and forth about the ships that were supposed to be lined up and the drought and yeah maybe we're not gonna get through the canal and all these goods that are supposed to be held up uh gas there was
0: and was supposed to be playing as you're going through
1: yeah we we just we went right through no problems and uh, as we're as we're cruising through the canal you go out into this lake um you cruise through so some of the lakes and then uh, some of the man-made canal part, but there, I didn't see any drought. I didn't see like low lake levels. That's it, what
0: I was getting those news updates because, you know, obviously searching stuff on the Panama Canal because you were there and all of a sudden all these news updates coming in going, oh, the low water level at the Panama Canal is uh, causing a backup of ships. And I'm like... Tom, you sure you're going to be back?
1: <laughs> I know. I and I thought I thought for sure we were going to be delayed because some of the news that that I was reading, there was one ship. There was a, a an LNG ship, so liquid natural gas ship, that paid almost four million dollars to get bumped to the front of the line to get to get through uh, with with a load of gas, or maybe it was either. It was probably empty. Um, headed over to the west coast to get loaded or possibly they just uh, got loaded in texas and was headed headed to, to china with some gas but yeah
0: four million bucks four million i mean it only costs a hundred bucks to get a front of the line in vegas
1: <laughs> i i think the cruise ship people were saying that they paid like 60 grand for the ship to go through the canal one way but uh, a four million dollars for an lng ship and Interestingly enough, we we passed an LNG ship going through the canal, and we also passed a a propane ship going through the canal. So that was that was pretty cool. I got I got some good photos of that.
0: Did you slap some uh, State of Energy bumper stickers on the side of the ships as you were going by? I
1: I should have brought some with me. Yeah, huh? yeah, that would have been great.
0: Were they Were they flying the State of Energy flag <laughs> like a, a pirate ship?
1: they're they're moving some gas there was it's a lot it's a it's a, a lot of gas on those ships and it's going you know they're they're coming to the u.s to get our gas because we have clean abundant uh affordable afford, affordable american. gas american yep and and we don't we don't import very much propane or natural gas at all most of it if we import it it's, it's coming from canada but uh most of all of our gas is exported. So these ships were, were either loaded in Texas or they were coming to the West coast to get loaded. And uh, you know, it was, it's crucial for them to get through because they're providing that clean energy to the rest of the world. Right. So it was really, it was kind of neat to watch those, those ships uh, with, with the product that that we represent here on the show. And it was, it's kind of cool.
0: So well, yeah, you were on a cruise. You were on a cruise ship, and this is way too easy. But I'm just gonna have to say, you uh, on the cruise ship, you passed a lot of gas.
1: <laughs> you know, one thing that I <laughs> th- th- one thing that was it, it that that made me feel bad about being on the ship was the amount of diesel and emissions that that ship put
0: out i think Ooh. i even text you a photo <laughs> you did send me a picture you said you did send me a picture of the of the uh the smokestacks on the ship. i mean that thing was
1: so dirty just blowing diesel emissions out the top of that that ship and it was it was bad and i actually did some research while i was on the boat like oh my god this is so bad like 15 days of this thing just blowing diesel smoke out the out the top and they're they're actually the the ship line we were on was a princess and they're actually right now making a clean energy ship that's going to run on liquid natural gas which is uh you know the the Big brother or little brother to propane,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's, it's that's that's kind of cool that they're they're going to clean up some of those those boats by uh switching over to an LNG product.
0: Yeah, you you should probably uh, post that picture just for an example on the state of energy dot because it's pretty impressive.
1: I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking maybe we'll send that to Cummins and say, hey, look, you're <laughs> not the only one that's. T- polluting.
0: Well, you know, okay, first of all, before we dive into that, go to thestateofenergy.com. You can find out where to get propane near you very easily. You can listen to some past shows where we turn into, like, fortune tellers and sight and seers of the future. Um, Also, rebate information as well at thestateofenergy.com. We're on Instagram at thestateofenergy. So uh, join us where you can and share your stories. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we've got a couple of stories here that are going to build to a crescendo of something that's going to be um we'll say an example of things to come using historical data I'm going to be very vague with that do you want to start in <laughs> Berkeley or do you want to start with Cummins where do you want to go first
1: um well I guess we could I mean this both all these stories have have a, have a lot to say about
0: where we're headed you know
1: where we're headed in, in this in this little trip that I just made about the natural gas so I guess you know we we can let's let's start with Berkeley. You know okay. Berkeley's a big story. It's been in the news for years. Um, and and they, they they finally they finally got shut down by the Ninth Circuit Court.
0: Yeah, Berkeley cannot enforce natural gas ban and neither can San Luis Obispo. And you know as we all know Berkeley is the bastion of common sense. <laughs> right? Isn't that the way it goes and San Luis Obispo is known for uh, kombucha tea i think it's what it's known for but go ahead yeah i mean they basically the ninth circuit stepped in and said no you can't do this uh, because a lawsuit was filed by the uh, restaurant association
1: yeah so if we if we go back to the beginning of this of this story um, basically what happened was the city of berkeley came out and said we're not going to allow any natural gas piping into new buildings requiring that you have just basically all electronic or electric appliances mm-hmm. which you know you, you still need to heat you still need to cook you still need hot water and they wanted to force everybody into electricity by banning the natural gas in, in the city and uh, the 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 restaurant association came out and against this and said come on we we got we got lots of restaurants and um businesses and buildings that need natural gas and not just for cooking but hot water is is big in the restaurant industry uh, which is you know electric hot water is super inefficient so you got you got uh, gas hot water and you got gas cooking and the restaurant association won and then this went to the appeals court the ninth circuit
0: which is usually very interesting on a lot of their decisions
1: it's a big 11 state district that's a big circuit Mm -hmm. and anyway they so they appealed that and and now they it's a stay on that so they they're basically they're they cannot enforce this ban on natural gas, which is a big win for the natural gas. It's a big win for everybody because now yes. you have you have you have access now to clean American energy. If it's propane, if it's natural gas, in in a new building, and and we've talked about this many times, where an industry that's looking to move into a town that says maybe maybe it is a big restaurant, maybe it is a, a, a something that's manufactures and they need a lot of energy
0: to manufacture things. So they can pay those tax dollars to the local governments just saying yeah, go ahead.
1: They're gonna want to make sure they can get they can move into an area that has clean, affordable energy, like propane and natural gas. And when you force them into one product, they tend to say, I'm not gonna go into this town. I'm gonna go find another town that that supports choice. Yes. And and that's 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 what uh that's what happened. And the the next step now would be to go to the Supreme Court. And there's other lawsuits around the country about giving energy choice to to consumers. And, you know, there's one in New York and there's they're they're, they're all over the country. But I think eventually we'll see this possibly make it all the way to the supreme court and hopefully we get uh, you know we get a big win for consumers for the environment
0: common sense for the economy
1: because yeah. if we if we don't have those choices to make good sound decisions on 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 your environment and on on your your economic outlook i mean that that's what it really comes down to is affordability and clean and clean
0: and uh, the Ninth Circuit said that instead of directly banning gas appliances, which violates the Energy Policy and Conservation Act, Berkeley circumvented the act by prohibiting the construction of gas lines in new construction. And by prohibiting gas lines, Berkeley attempted to displace the authority of something called, I don't know, the U.S. Congress.
1: Is that strange that they, they would try to actually go around this uh, a different direction? Yeah. By, by creating some type of uh, building code that says they can't they can't. Put in gas line in the ground
0: yeah and look like you were talking about in New York local governments could consider setting emission standards for buildings and appliances which concern air pollution rather than energy use now that's the approach that you were talking about taken by New York City which prohibits new building from emitting more than a certain amount of carbon dioxide pollution again they're just trying to use words a word salad to try and yeah, make- they're
1: gonna keep pushing and trying to fight this as, as much as they can but at the end of the day It doesn't matter where you where you make this electricity, if you're where you use this electricity, where it's made, it's producing some type of emissions. And that's what really bothers me the most about these zero emissions uh, activists that say, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to ban this gas because it, it. produces these emissions and we're going to go to electricity electricity produces emissions too there's, yeah. there's no such thing as 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 a zero emissions it just doesn't exist
0: well that's why they had to change the wordage to from zero emissions vehicles to zero tailpipe emissions yeah they try to like thread the needle on that
1: and it's so hard to really zero in on where that electricity comes from and how much emissions that it puts out there that it's it's really just gets lost in in from the production to the end of that vehicle and and it's it's so hard for consumers it's hard for legislators it's hard for me and you to really determine where what the true cycle of emissions is that people will just believe it well there's no emissions coming out of my tailpipe so i'm good with that and that that that's where we really need to focus on now is taking this to the next level and saying where where does the emissions really start and i'm talking going all the way back to uh you know to to the minerals that you're pulling out of the ground Mm -hmm. to produce some of these things
0: Yeah, we have to look at the whole picture. They just, they try to like edit some slides out on the whole process. And if you look at the whole thing, you'll understand what Tom is talking about. And you are listening to the State of Energy, the guy that's the smart one. That's Tom Clark, executive director of Rocky Mountain Propane Association. I'm Randy Witt. And now we're going to move on to a story that sounds like a late night movie. Cummins Gate (laughs) 2.0. Cummins Gate 2.0. Cummins going to pay 1.6, almost $1.7 billion fine for engine emissions violations. It's the largest civil fine ever for a Clean Air Act violation. Now, what happened with Volkswagen a couple of years ago that everybody remembers, um, that was a criminal lawsuit and it was $2.8 billion. But that was criminal with Volkswagen and Cummins is a civil one. And uh, what are your thoughts on this?
1: This one has got some serious legs on it and it, for those that are listening that don't know the the details on this cummins is a is a is one of the world's largest engine manufacturers Do great work this is how we get almost all of your over-the-road trucks have some type of big cummins engine in it that's moving all of our goods across the country we need cummins to survive i mean we need cummins to make sure that we can get our food, and we can get our grain, and we can get our gas, and we can get everything that we need to be a successful country. They're a big part of that. And unfortunately, they've got caught up into a scandal yeah. with Dodge in in their very small um, engine that they put in the Dodge Ram
0: pickups. Yeah, Cummins will pay the federal and California regulators to settle a four and a half year old case over emissions defeating devices on engines in 630,000 Dodge Ram pickups. They also allegedly installed undisclosed auxiliary emission control devices on 330,000 model year 2019 to 2023 Ram 2500s and 3500 pickup truck engines as well.
1: And if you think about that, that's that's a million vehicles. Right, mm-hmm. somewhere around a million vehicles that they've they haven't they, they they say they didn't they're not admitting fault, but you're gonna pay <laughs> you're you're willing to pay a billion seven almost two um, yeah a million seven a billion seven. Now, if you think about the VW, the Volkswagen diesel gate, the original, the big one, there there was only what six hundred thousand. 500,000 not quite 600,000 vehicles involved with that yeah. and their original fine started out kind of like what Cummins was it was a small billion 2 billion 3 billion but VW at the end of their deal they paid out almost 35 billion dollars when when that whole thing was was done when you start when they got into all the other lawsuits and the, the buyback programs so i think this cummins thing this is just the beginning and this is the fine they had to pay now when you when you start talking about oh i'm gonna you you have to bring in your 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 ram truck because the diesel uh, emissions computer is screwed up and we're going to recalibrate it. All these people that have a Ram truck with a Cummins engine, they're going to be pissed because now you're not getting to the power. You're not getting the fuel economy and there, there's going to be a massive lawsuits and buyback programs coming from this deal
0: well yeah I mean, you think back to what happened in 2020 with the uh, the chrysler eco diesel emissions repairs i mean that back in 2020 this happened with chrysler and they had a recall a government negotiated recall to lower pollution caused ram pickups in jeep suvs to lose power and fuel economy after they were quote unquote fixed truck owners say they lost power and some owners reported a 25% loss in fuel economy after the recall, "quote unquote" fix.
1: Yeah, that. And so this is not Dodge's first <laughs> first time <laughs> getting getting caught up into some type of diesel gate problem.
0: Is the government just angry because all their commercials have like these giant monster cars out doing donuts in the desert? Uh,
1: somebody's angry at something. It, it, my guess is they're just. This is just the trying to put put the fork in diesel and just be done with it. Yeah. If you look if you look at Volkswagen after you know they spent 35 billion dollars on 590,000 vehicles there's not a single diesel Volkswagen vehicle for sale uh, for a new one in the United States. You cannot buy a VW diesel engine anymore. It's done. So it that killed the diesel engine for v w, so we'll see what happens with Cummins and Ram, but I would suspect that uh you probably won't see many Cummins engines in in dodge ram pickups here pretty soon. That's my theory, and that's my uh prediction so maybe we can come back we'll come back next year or at the end of the year and see see how far this this thing grows. But if uh, if you look at the, the the previous people that have been hit with these types of fines, this is just the beginning, and this makes Diesel Brothers' uh, little million dollar <laughs> fine look like peanuts. It's
0: like lunch money. You,
1: you remember the Diesel Brothers in Salt Lake City? Yes. They got they got nabbed yep. for, and all they were doing was making trucks cooler faster better right just
0: and those were just well they were also putting it on the you know YouTube. yeah that was just <laughs> it, here's what we're it doing was just a
1: few trucks here and there that they were they were souping up but this thing this thing with cummins is going to get ugly and i i hope though that uh Cum- cummins is in the middle of this propane engine project right now and and they're they're making a uh, an engine that runs on natural gas it runs on propane it'll run on gasoline um uh, it's supposed to come out next year so hopefully this doesn't slow those things down because there is a lot of good clean energy things out there that 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 are happening that are in the works and uh if this if this has you know hopefully this doesn't slow down the progress of moving towards a cleaner engine with with the propane engine with cummins
0: and with the stories we're talking about, with Cummins, with uh, Chrysler, with VW, and was this is building to a crescendo, I promise you folks. Um, let's talk about the uh, Boeing 737 MAX. Because, then this just came in just a minute ago, as we were talking, uh, as, just to refresh everyone, um, a flight, uh, Alaska Airlines flight was taken off from Portland Oregon, heading to LA. Door blows off in mid-flight door blows off uh they uh, had to return to the airport they're trying to figure out what happened the ntsb said they found a plug covering uh, on an unused exit door in someone's backyard that may lead to the uh hopefully getting to the bottom of why the door blew off but now united airlines this just came in discovers loose bolts on its boeing 737 max nines planes After review, because all those planes are grounded now, Um, so we've got an American Airlines incident, we got United finding loose bolts. Uh, This is getting kind of scary. It gets kind of scary. Because, you know, when they start cutting corners with with cars, I mean, you know, at least you're on the ground, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Uh, Yeah, the plane was just a few weeks old, and Alaska Airlines maintenance crews checked and cleared the light. There was a light issue that kept going on and off between December 7th and January 4th. And uh, on the day before the blowout on this Alaskan airline, the carrier ordered that the plane involved couldn't make any long flights over water so it could return to an airport quickly if the warning light came on. Yeah, I mean, it could also, you know, find the ground anywhere real quickly. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? But the light may not be related to the door incident. In addition more maintenance work was ordered basically a deeper dive into the why the light kept illuminating but none was done before the flight when the door blew off
1: it gets worse than that so we've been talking about Cummins paying 2 billion Volkswagen 2 billion uh-huh Boeing was charged And paid two and a half billion in 2021 over some max, uh, this 737 max airplane. Yeah,
0: there's two crashes Lion Air Flight 610 and Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 both killed hundreds of people.
1: There's all these billions and billions of dollars worth of fines, and all this criminal and all this uh, conspiracy stuff going on. And it makes you wonder, like, what in the world is going on? How 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 did we get to this, where all these billions of dollars in fines and yet nothing seems to nothing ever goes away. I I mean, Volkswagen pays out this money and Cummins is still doing it. Boeing paid out a bunch of money and then a door a blank door falls off into Bob's into Bob's backyard. Backyard makes me wonder: is the zero emissions electric? You know where they say, "Hey, this is a zero emissions." What's the scam on that? What at what point are, is it going to come out and say, "Hey, by the way, now all of a sudden
0: you're not zero not, emissions, and you've we, been saying you we, are." We're
1: producing all this electricity with all this coal and all this gas, and we got all these minerals. And guess what? We actually produce more emissions, and we're costing Americans more money. Yeah. And it's all a scam.
0: I mean, you're going to tell me that, oh, the Electrify Everything movement aren't going to be trying to do some scam on their own. We already discussed certain aspects of it. But it's just like I think you talked about with gas stations. I mean, they have to have it down to the, you know, micro ounce on how much they have and how much is being paid. But what are going to be the guardrails for electricity when we electrify everything?
1: There isn't any. You can buy electricity and there's no weights and measures people out there to double check your your meter to make sure you're not getting cheated on the electricity that you're buying for your electric car and it it, it it all it all comes back around to we we have clean american energy here right now that's been around forever we've got all the infrastructure we've got all the equipment we got we, we're not taking big government subsidies we're not taking big tax credits and we certainly could never afford any billions of dollars worth of fines and the propane industry is doing it right. They've been doing it for a long time and they're doing it honestly and that and if you if you're sitting there thinking about what type of clean energy you want to be using in your family, for your business, your farm, your house, whatever, propane is is, is the right choice and it, it, it's not littered with uh, Scandal. scandals scandals <laughs> and, and billion dollar lawsuits.
0: Yep. Find out more about how propane can improve your life and your wallet. Go to thestateofenergy.com. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. I'm Randy Witt, and also check us out on Instagram, at Energy.